hello <laughs> that was so unnecessary um but welcome welcome back if you're coming back welcome back to and other ramblings the podcast i am your host zoro or zoe whichever you prefer um and today's episode i'm going to be talking about high school and when i say high school i mean a good old <laughs> American high school. That whole fucking thing that happened. That whole four years of my life. Um, I'm going to divide it up by years. So by freshman, sophomore, junior, senior year. Um, and just a disclaimer, I went to school in COVID era. Uh, so I didn't really get a junior or a senior year. But nevertheless, it was an experience. I will say that. Um, I'm recording from my car again. It's really great. I like it. It's quiet in here. Um, the car isn't on this time because it's cold enough out that I can sit in my car without it being on. And I'm not, like, suffocating. <laughs> but that being said, let's just jump right into it. Um, so basically, I'll just say overarching... Overarching? Overarching? Goodness. Um, the overarching kind of feeling that I have about high school in general is completely negative. I had a very negative experience. I was essentially counting down the days, the day that I started high school until I could get out because I fucking hated it there. Um, but let's just, let's just start. Let's, I'm setting my phone down because this is going to be a fun little, long little <laughs> story. Um, let's start freshman year. Okay. So freshman year, I'm going to be talking about popularity a bit because I, I I don't even... I wouldn't consider myself popular, but I've had people tell me that I, I... I've had people tell me that throughout all of high school I was popular. I, like, vehemently disagree with that because I do not think that I was popular for all of high school. If anything, I was popular freshman and some of sophomore year. And then because I stopped being friends with popular people, I no longer was popular, but everyone still knew who I was, and I was friendly with everyone. So it was, like, this weird, like, is is Zoro popular, or, like, wh what's going on here? Because they're not friends with the popular people, but everybody is friends with them. I don't, it's confusing. Um, but, yeah, it was a very confusing situation. Um, but freshman year, I'd say I was popular, um, unfortunately. <laughs> um, I didn't want it. I never wanted to be popular, but it just kind of happened. It, it's just something that happens to you because you're friends with certain people and then everybody starts treating you differently and you're like, why are you doing that? And then they just continue to say that you're popular. I mean, there are certainly people who try to chase popularity and I've been friends with some of those people and I stopped being friends with them because of it. Um, but definitely was popular freshman in high school. Um, I was friends with popular people, um, even though I wasn't really included in any of, like, the group activities, because I was, like, <sighs> see, this is, again, this is me, like, trying to explain it, because I was popular, but I was excluded from things, you know? So it was, like, I was an outsider who was popular. I think that's the best way to describe it. I'm, I was an outsider who was popular, and I liked to do things on my own, and people didn't understand that. They thought that was weird, so they were kind of, like, I don't, I don't get it. Why are they doing that? Um, and so it confused them, and then they were like, okay, well, Zoe's an outsider. Like, is she popular? Is she not? I don't know. But um, I did cheer freshman year. I did cheer in eighth grade as well. So I think that was kind of like my ascent. And it's really weird because people 
fucking hated the cheerleaders. I can't express how much they hated us. Genuinely, in high school, we'd be doing routines. Like, we'd be sitting, we'd be doing, like, a cheer routine at, um, what are they called? Like, a pep rally um, for, like, homecoming and stuff. There'd be, like, an assembly, and we'd be in the gym, and we'd be doing, like, a really fucking difficult cheer routine, and people would be booing us. Not because we were bad, but because they didn't like us and they thought it was funny. And I was like, uh, I'm literally throwing somebody in the air right now. Can you please not boo me? I've like, uh, like cheerleading itself was just traumatic in general. Um, I don't know if I'm going to talk about cheer in this episode. I may end up doing it because it's such an integral part of my high school experience. But I had a really awful fucking experience with cheerleading um, and I hated it. But all of my friends did cheer. And the only reason that I was friends with them was because I did cheer. So the second that I was going to quit cheer, immediately I lost all of those friends. And I kind of knew that that was going to happen. So that's why I stayed in it for so long, despite me literally hating it every single time I had to go to a practice. Um, But basically... I was friends with two people that I'd say were probably, like, my best friends, and they were both in cheer, and so we would hang out as a group of three um, for a while. I also did theater in high school, so it was, like, another weird thing where I was, like, an outsider who was popular because they were like, well, she does cheer, but she also does theater. How does that work? (laughs) And, like, like I had no, like, I had no place. Like, it's like in Mean Girls, where there's, like, all the cliques and shit in that film. And there's, like, this is the band kids. This is the choir kids. This is the theater kids. This is the cheerleaders. This is the jocks. We didn't have that because everybody did a lot of different shit. Like, we had, like, the like the basketball dudes and the football dudes. And they kind of intermingled, whatever, because people did both sports, whatever. There were the cheerleaders and the dance girls. Like, we had, like, groups and shit. But, I mean, I did theater and cheer. So I would sit at the popular table at lunch but then I'd also walk over to the theater kids table and I'd go and I'd talk to them. So like, it di- I, I didn't have a group, guys. I'm, tr- I'm, I'm trying to express that. I'm sure that you get it by now uh, and that I don't need to continue explaining it. But I really just didn't fit in anywhere because I just didn't understand the concept of groups. And I was like, well, why do I have to be friends with only these people? Can't I be friends with everybody? And apparently not. I don't know. Apparently, ev- I mean, I did it. I was friends with everyone, but... <laughs> It's, it's honestly, it's very impressive how I was able to be friends with everybody because I always considered myself an introvert. Obviously, now I realize that it was just like a combination of my anxiety and the people I was friends with suppressing my like um, personality and me like suppressing my own personality when I was with them because I didn't feel like my actual personality would be accepted by my friends, which is like a shit situation. But I mean, it was the way that it was. Um, and I think it's become like very um, like... I kind of understand myself a bit better now going to university and kind of being able to interact with people who I feel comfortable around and who I don't have to suppress my personality with um because they all tell me they're like you're very extroverted like you're a very social person and I'm like really I've always been told that I'm like the purest introvert that you could possibly get like I like like fully introverted like you ask anyone from my high school who knew me while I was in high school they'd go oh I never I literally never heard them talk once like literally they were like like people would be like oh my god like I was that kid that they were like do you talk like do you speak English like do I've never heard you say a word like I was like that kid I was the quiet kid mostly just because I didn't have an interest in um like talking to people in class settings because I was like I'm here to learn I'm not really here to like socialize right now um and that's why my teachers loved me I was a complete fucking teacher's pet 
because I was just quiet all the time because I was like, I don't want to get yelled at, one. And two, I don't feel the need to socialize while I'm at school. I was like, I'll socialize at lunch. But that was pretty much the only time that I would socialize besides like at sports and stuff. But even then I would only be socializing with my friends because I'd be way too anxious to socialize with anyone else because I always was afraid of people judging me. Um, I had a big issue in high school about feeling like everyone was watching me all the time. Of course, I was, I, I have very severe anxiety. Um, and so being in high school obviously didn't make that better. Plus I was unmedicated at the time. So I was just really fucking struggling. Um, and obviously being friends with people who I couldn't be myself around definitely didn't help. Basically, high school was just a cesspool for just fucking, like, a disingenuine expression of my personality and who I was. Like, I never got to be actually myself in high school. And so, like, coming back to my hometown where I went to high school and trying to be friends with the people that I used to be friends with when I was that person it's so much more difficult and they're like you're so different and I'm like yeah it's because I was able to actually be myself for a year with people who accepted me and so now you don't recognize me because I'm actually who I am now like I'm who I always wanted to be but I couldn't because of judgments that I was afraid of or the people that were surrounding me not being accepting of that person that I truly felt like I was um but um freshman year I'd say the best way to kind of summarize it it pretty much consisted of me being stressed out about school um and just constantly trying to get straight A's which I did get I think the lowest grade I ever got in a report card was a B minus and it was in my French class and don't worry I'll get to the French class because I fucking hated that shit um and my teacher was just awful um but freshman year was basically cheer theater and academics so now sophomore year sophomore year um I I just kind of realized that I really couldn't continue doing cheer because it was just taking way too much of a toll on my mental health I had been having like regular panic attacks at cheer practices where I would have to we'd be running laps or something and I'd have to just sit on the ground and just sob while I was hyperventilating for like half of the practice and practice was three hours long and we had it three times a week and we'd have to do it in the blazing hot sun um it'd literally be like 100 degrees fahrenheit and we'd be outside doing like literally throwing people in the air sorry if you you need celsius i don't know what that would be in celsius but 100 degrees fahrenheit um and it was fucking fucking hot um and so i'd be like i'm about to pass out and they'd be like no you need to do another like extension you need to throw this girl that literally weighs more than you into the air and then catch her again and if she falls on your face then you're the one at fault (laughs) cheer is so fucked up I'm not even gonna get into it because it's just there's so much wrong with it my coaches were children they would literally they weren't children but they acted like children they were full adults that acted like children where they would start drama with the other girls I'm like you're an adult you're the coach you're supposed to be fucking mediating the drama that's happening between us you're not supposed to be getting involved oh god they were fucking awful I hate all of them um the girls were just so fucking mean god everybody was just so unkind to each other and I just hated being there um it was just it was just really awful and just not what I needed at that time um so I started getting more into like theater and stuff because I was like well theater is the other thing that I enjoy doing I also did um band and choir for the entirety of high school so I was a busy bitch um I 
was part of the 300 credits club and if you know what that is it's like where you graduate high school with 300 or more credits and you only need 250 to graduate and you get like five credits per class so I did like way too many credits (laughs) because I just never wanted to be home because I hated being home um so I essentially lived at the high school at that point I would just I literally I'd wake up at 5 a.m and I'd be at school until 11 p.m because I'd wake up I'd go to class at 6 20 7 20 sometime around then I'd go to my zero hour which was a class before school actually started it was like an extra class for people who needed to get extra credits in or people who just wanted to get ahead I was one of those people who wanted to get ahead um and so I'd go to my zero hour class then I'd go to regular school from like 8 until like 3 15 and then I'd have like a 15 minute break and then I'd have theater rehearsal or cheer rehearsal rehearsal cheer practice depending on what year of high school it was and depending on what I was doing that day and then I would usually have that until late late into the afternoon and then sometimes I've had I would have some kind of band or choir rehearsal that would start at like 8 p.m and then go into like 10 10 30 and then I'd get home sometime around like 10 45 11 and then I'd have to do homework and then I'd go to sleep and do it all again the next day um and then it got worse when I got a job, and then that's when <laughs> things got worse. But that was junior year, and we're not we're not there yet. Um, but yeah, so I got more into theater sophomore year. Um, I started kind of separating myself from the whole popular kid group because they were just mean, and I was just I kind of like came to my senses and was like, these people aren't nice to me. Why am I friends with them? And I was like, I know that I deserve to be treated better. And I will be treated better if I stop being friends with them and I start being friends with different people. And so I kind of separated myself from that group and I cut off one of my, like, the people, that, the the people, the person that I thought was my best friend at the time um, because she had been just treating me like absolute fucking shit and she clearly had popularity as her priority and she no longer saw me as a popular person to hang out with. So she was like, I'm not going to hang out with Zoe because hanging out with her means that I'm not going to be popular. I don't want to associate myself with someone who's not popular. And so she stopped hanging out with me. Um, But she would still, like, insist that we were friends. It was really shit. And I was like, I don't want to be invited to things and then excluded once I'm there because it makes me feel like absolute fucking shit. And it's... I don't have time for that. I'm like, sorry, I just can't. I I was like... It's not worth my energy. And so I stopped being friends with her. And then I started really getting, like, immersed into, like, the theater scene. And I started being friends with the theater people better. And I ended up having a better time end of sophomore year. Um, I had, like, a pseudo-boyfriend at the end of sophomore year. I, we, we never, like, officially dated, but it was, like, a big time suck. It took up a lot of my time and my energy, and it was a huge fucking waste of time. But that also happened. That was basically what the entirety of second semester of sophomore year was for me. It was theater and that person. Um, obviously, that person isn't in my life anymore, but that was just a big waste of my sophomore year. <laughs> But at the same time, you have to go through those really shit, like, crushes to be able to have actual relationships later in life. So it was worth it, I guess. Junior year. Junior year was um, when COVID kind of started, but COVID didn't start until March. So I got, like, the majority of my junior year done before COVID had started. Um, Because that was, what, 2020? No. 2019 to 2020. Yeah, 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 I'm right. I had to think about that. Um, But yeah, junior year was 2019 to 2020. Um, And I just, this year was really hard for me. Um, I won't get into the details just because I don't really want to share all the details of it. Um, But I had like some mental health crises go down. 
Um, and I had absolutely no support system, so I dealt with it on my own. And it's honestly impressive that I'm still alive <laughs> today after that. Um, but I was working two jobs on top of the school schedule that I already told you about. Um, basically, here, let me just list off all of the things that I was doing. So I was doing two AP classes, um, which are already a fuck ton of work, um, on top of all honors classes, um, on top of choir, band, um, theater, plus, not to toot my own horn, but I've always been a lead every single time I've ever been in a play, or not a musical. <laughs> I haven't been a lead in a musical until senior, or no, junior year. I did. I got cast as Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz, but then COVID happened, so I couldn't ever actually perform it. But I'm usually cast as a lead, and so I have a fuck ton of lines that I need to learn all the fucking time. Um, and so I had that shit going on, and then I decided that I wanted to be the jester for our magical troupe, which is where you have to write, like, a fuck ton of skits. I think you end up writing, like, 25, and they go in between, like, the songs that they're singing at, like, their dinners and shit, and you have to tour with them, and it's it's just a really big commitment, like, time-wise. And I was doing that on top of working two jobs. Um, and I slept pretty much never. <laughs> I think I got maybe four hours of sleep every single night for, like, two months, um, until I literally had to stop because I couldn't, like, stay awake during the day. I also got, like, this really bad cold, um, in, like, January as a result of how, like, shitty, like, I, how, how horribly I was taking care of myself, um, to where, like, I was passing out, like, in class and shit. Like, it was just, <laughs> it was not good. Um, but junior year was really fucking hard because I was working two jobs because I, was going on a French trip where I was going to go to France and it was like a French exchange and I was paying for the whole thing by myself. I got a scholarship for it, which made it a lot easier to like kind of pay for it, but it was still, I still needed to get like a $1,500, even including the scholarship. I still needed like, like 15 grand. Um, and so I was working those jobs solely to pay for that trip. Um, and then COVID happened and the trip got canceled and I just remember, like, I don't think I've ever cried so hard in my life. That was, I, like, was just in my room, just screaming, sobbing, just, like, going, why, 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 why? I was like, I don't understand why this is happening. I was like, there can't be a reason for this. This doesn't, what positive is going to come out of this? There's nothing. I was like, this, this is awful. Because I had been working so fucking hard f to go on that trip, and then they canceled it. And I was like, great. All of the money that I just worked for is completely lost. We didn't get refunds on those trips. The school went, oh yeah, no, we're canceling the trip and you don't get a refund. And I mean, obviously people were fucking pissed, but there was nothing I could do. Somebody already tried to sue the school and they're like, no, you signed this form. You said that it would be like, you, this is what you said. I think I ended up getting $500 back, but I needed to repay that, that scholarship back because obviously I wasn't going on the trip. So I was going to be out 500 extra dollars. So I was fucked. I was like, I just worked my fucking ass off on top of school to now not even be able to go on the trip. I was just completely devastated. And then that exact same week, the musical got canceled. And they were like, because they had originally been telling us, oh, it'll be rescheduled. It's fine. Because obviously we didn't think COVID would go on for as long as it did. And so I, it was the first lead I have, I had ever gotten in the musical. And I had worked my ass off to get that lead as well. I like... Ugh, I really, I put in a lot of fucking effort, and then it got canceled. 
And just to have it get canceled on top of everything else that was happening to me at the time, I was really, really struggling. Um, that was a hard year for me. <laughs> 2019 to 2020 was the hardest year that I've had to date, or the hardest, like, academic year. Um, it was rough. It was rough. It was not, it was not good. Um, COVID happening, honestly, was a blessing in disguise. Um, for me, at least, because isolation gave me a moment to, like, kind of reflect on how much I had, like, kind of burnt myself out of everything that I had enjoyed. Because, obviously, I had been working myself so fucking hard. And if I had continued at the ra that rate, I don't, I don't know what would have happened. I probably wouldn't be alive. Um, but, so then, that's pretty much junior year. Senior year, it was COVID year, so everything was online. I pretty much slept through all of my classes. <laughs> like, I just remember, like, basically my schedule was wake up, join gym class, say here in the chat box, and then go to sleep <laughs> while the Zoom call was on <laughs> because we didn't have to have cameras on. So I was just like, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm sorry, I'm fucking sleeping right now because <laughs> I'd, I'd, it'd be like seven in the morning and I, was, I would be like, I'm not waking up at seven in the morning. It's like ridiculous. I mean, you can see the attitude change here. I would be waking up at like five in the morning to go to school in person. And then at the senior year, I was like, I'm not gonna wake up at seven to go to school online. I literally won't do that. <laughs> Um, so clearly COVID benefited me in a way where I got to reflect on my decisions and I got to get better because of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was just a joke because my classes were fucking easy. Um, I was taking like, I had been taking honors math classes up until that point, but I fucking hate math and I really, really have always struggled with it. The numbers just, I just, numbers don't make sense to my brain. And every single time I'd be in class, I'd be asking my teacher, okay, but why does this plus this number equal this? I don't, like, why does this divided by this letter equal this? And she'd be like, it just does. And I'm like, okay, well, that's not enough for my brain to understand this. I was like, I need an actual explanation. Um, plus, I just had shit teachers. So I just got the short end of the stick when it came to math. Um, and so I always struggled. And so I was taking a really easy math class that year. Um, and at that point, I had stopped kind of caring about grades, and I was like, I'm going to do the bare minimum to pass. I still I still graduated with straight A's in all of my classes, um, but I was like, I'm going to do the minimum amount of homework and the minimum amount of studying. I don't think I ever studied for a single test in high school, if I'm being completely honest. I just, studying doesn't work for me. I'm like, I need to learn it in class or not at all. <laughs> so, um, but I was like, okay, I need to literally just pass this class and I'll be fine. Um, and then I was also taking AP art history, which I really enjoyed. It was like kind of, it was a class that I, I loved like kind of learning about. So doing the work wasn't that difficult. I did have issues and this is where I'll talk about the French class as well, because I've had issues in both of these classes. Um, I took French all four years of high school. You don't have to do that. I did that because I wanted to, um, because I think that learning a language is important and I really wanted to learn a language. Um, and so I took French all four years. My French teacher was fucking psychotic. She was insane and made my life literal hell. Absolutely nothing I could do, I could do right because she always found something wrong with it. I would turn in a test and she'd be like, you put this accent mark the wrong way, you fail your test. I'm like, uh, huh? What? What are you talking about? And then she'd be like, no, that's the way that it's always been. It's always been a rule. If you get one question wrong, then you fail the whole thing. What? I'm like, huh? sorry so literally the and like even the other teachers that I was friends with because I was friends with a lot of teachers in high school because I didn't get along with other kids so I'd just be friends with the teachers they'd be like oh yeah she's fucking psychotic yeah she's insane 
yeah, I, I don't know how you stand to be in her class. I can't even talk to her when I'm, like, working as a teacher because I hate her. Um, like, truly all the other teachers didn't like her because she was insane, and I didn't like her either for the exact same fucking reason. Um, but, oh, God, there'd just be so many times when I'd turn in a project and she'd fail me on it because I did something wrong, and I'd go, okay, but, madame, I, I didn't know I was doing it wrong, so you can't fail me on it because I did the whole project. Even though I did it wrong, I still did it. I'm like, and she's like, you should have asked a question and then you would have done it right. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I didn't know that I was doing it wrong. So why would I have asked a question? I thought I was doing it right the whole time. So I didn't need to ask questions because I thought I was doing it right. And she just couldn't understand. And I would literally, I'd sit there having arguments that I would have with my mother with this fucking teacher because she just wouldn't understand what I was saying. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know if it's because I'm maybe autistic or if it's fucking this teacher being a dumbass, but it's something is going wrong here and there's some kind of miscommunication going on and it's making my life fucking hell. Um, a similar thing happened in my AP art history class, but thankfully the teacher was a bit like nicer. Um, I'm obviously, I'm not going to say teacher's names because I just don't think that's right. Um, I'm not, this isn't a call out channel. We've had this conversation before. Um, (laughs) but, um, in my art history class, we had to write essays and every single time I'd turn in an essay, I wouldn't get a good grade on it, and I didn't get feedback on it. So I'd be like, okay, Mr. Teacher Man, why am I getting this grade on these essays? I think I'm answering the questions, like, well. Like, I don't understand. And he'd be like, oh, because you didn't make it long enough. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Nowhere on this question does it say a word count. I'm like, I don't understand. What what do you mean I didn't make it long enough? And he's like, well, it says a long essay answer. And I go, okay, What's a long essay? What is what does that mean to you? Because my version of a long essay is apparently clearly different from your version of a long essay. And you've never explained to me what a long essay is in your definition. So how the fuck am I supposed to submit an essay to your requirements if you've never described the what a fucking long essay is? <sighs> Sorry, headphone users. <laughs> Hopefully that wasn't that loud. <laughs> but I... I would get so fucking irritated. I would write email after email after email to my teachers being like, hi, the fact that you graded me this way on this project is insanity for these reasons. I'd literally write well-worded essays because if I learned anything sophomore year of high school in my English class, it's that a well-worded essay will get you everywhere in life. Thank you, that teacher. I won't say her name, but she lives in an octagonal house. And if you know her in real life, you will know which teacher I'm talking about. (laughs) Um, But, (laughs) such a weird way to describe anyone. Okay, anyways, um, I would write so many emails to these teachers being like, I don't understand what I did wrong. Can you please explain it to me in a way that I can understand so that I can get better grades? Because I want to get better grades in your class, but I don't know how to. Um, And (laughs) it even got to the point where I wrote one of those essays to the teacher and the teacher let everyone in the class retake the test because he was like, actually, like, Zoro is completely fucking right. Like, I, that's the reason people are doing so badly on these tests is because I'm not explaining the requirements enough. Um, and so everybody got to retake that test. Everyone was very, very thankful of me existing in that class because (laughs) a lot of people did shitty on that test. Um, and it was bringing their grades down. So that, that's kind of what happened senior year um it was essentially me just struggling with with classes and working on top of school like 
45 hours a week. I was working a full-time job on top of school. I wasn't supposed to be working a full-time job. I was employed at a part-time job working at Jimmy John's, but because we were so understaffed, I was working a full-time job. And there were several... I fucking hated working that job. It was hell. They took advantage of me because I was just... I didn't know how to say no. Um, And so I just was very overworked and very depressed. Um, And basically, I was just counting down the days because I knew at this point, like, being a senior in high school, I knew that I didn't belong in Woodstock. And I had so few friends. And I was just like, I just don't belong here. I I can't wait until, like, because I I thought I was going to go to, like, American college, whatever. Um, I was like, I just know that the second I get out of this small fucking town, I'll be able to actually live the life that I've wanted to. Um, And I'm just so fucking tired of small town fucking this this fucking small town holding me back um I originally didn't think I was going to go to college because I didn't want to and because I had done so much fucking research into American colleges and shit and I was just like none of this seems right for me I just I I get a lot of gut feelings and when I get a gut feeling I know and I didn't get a single gut feeling about any of those schools that I was looking at I was like just ugh I was like, I don't want to pay this much money to go to somewhere where I don't want to live and I don't want to study. Because I was like, I don't want to be paying $40,000 to be studying math when my degree is in drama. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. So basically, when I was doing my college search, I had narrowed it down to the University of Washington and the University of uh, Illinois... Chicago University yeah yeah you are it was like UIUC or some shit I don't know um obviously didn't end up going there but while I was looking at those two schools I was like I I watched a lot of like travel vloggers and that kind of shit and just like I watched a lot of YouTube because obviously it was COVID and (laughs) there was nothing else to fucking do um and I was like and I was looking at these people that had like been studying abroad and I was like oh they like live there permanently like they're not just like studying abroad for a year they're like studying abroad like they like live there like that's where they go to school for their whole degree I was like I want to look into that and so I was just like oh I might as well just entertain the thought and I was like looking at it and I was looking into the logistics of it and I was like holy shit I could actually fucking do this I was like and I got kind of that feeling in my stomach where I was like this is kind of a gut feeling it isn't quite a full gut feeling but it's kind of a gut feeling um (laughs) and so I started looking at like like schools not only in England but in other just European countries because I originally was like well maybe if I go to school in Germany but they just didn't have anything in the degree that I wanted to do um because I was like oh then school will be free whatever um (laughs) but yeah obviously I ended up choosing that option and not going to University of Washington or University of Illinois or Banner-Champaign in Chicago um because uh those ones just it, it didn't fit because it just wasn't, it just wasn't right for me. It just wasn't right for me. That's the best way to describe it. Um, and I was stuck between University of Lancaster and University of Manchester. And, um, I got a conditional offer from University of Manchester and an unconditional offer from University of Lancaster. And so I was like, okay, I really want to go to University of Manchester because I want to live in a city. I want I just really like this school. It seems great. I had never visited the school. All I had done was, like, online tours, which weren't even great because it was just some fucking second year sitting on the computer doing a PowerPoint being like, and this is the engineering building. And this is the Costa that I go to every morning before my classes. Like, it was just, it was completely unhelpful. I was basically going blind into going to school. Thankfully, it turned out fine. But, oh, God, it could have gone so much worse. Um, 
but obviously it took a lot of convincing (laughs) to convince my parents to let me to go and I'm lucky in the way that I have parents that were willing to let me move that far away for school because I know a lot of people who have parents that would absolutely never in a million years let them do that um and you know that's just their unique situation I just got lucky um because both of my parents had studied abroad and they had really enjoyed it so they were like we want you to have that same experience um and obviously you're choosing to do it for three years we only chose to do it for one that's fine that's your choice um but uh basically I didn't know what because okay for my conditional offer for University of Manchester I was like I just need to get one more score I need to get a five and if you've ever taken an AP test you know that five is the highest score that you can get I think besides a five star but people really never get five stars because that's like a perfect score I think or like more than a perfect score like it's like a perfect score and extra credit or some shit I don't know um but you I needed to get one more five because I had basically two like meet their requirements to get into the school you needed two fives and a four on AP tests that you had taken throughout high school or an SAT score of like a certain number but I didn't have a great SAT score because obviously I fucking suck at math um and so that brought my whole SAT score down even though I got literally a perfect score on the English section it's fine (laughs) I fucking hate SAT I could do a whole episode on how much I fucking hate SAT um Plus, I did SAT during during COVID times, so I literally had been off for the whole summer, and then they were like, oh yeah, you're taking your SAT after being off for the whole summer and having half of a COVID year. They're like, yeah, that that seems fair. It's fucking stupid. Um, But I was like, I just need to get a five on my AP art history test and I'll be perfect because I already had a five on my one of my like English AP classes that I did junior year and a four on my test that I did freshman year because I did AP human geography freshman year um and then I did AP English language and composition junior year and so I had those two scores I just needed to get a five on my AP art history exam and I was like fuck that's a lot of pressure especially considering how I've been taking this class in a COVID year and even my teacher has said that he hasn't been able to teach us all of the content and we're just going to have to learn some of it on our own because we literally just don't have time to learn all of it because we were doing like class every other day because of COVID and like blended learning whatever um he's like I literally don't have time to teach you all of the content you're going to have to learn it on your own um I ended up doing a study session with Joseph. Shout out Joseph if you're listening. Um, Thank you for doing that because I ended up getting a five on my AP art history test and it's genuinely only because of that study session where we went through 250 pieces of art and I had to memorize like who made it, the year it was made, um, like what the art means, a bunch of other shit about. I mean I had to know everything about every single one of those art pieces because I didn't know what questions they were going to be asking about them but I knew that every single one of those art pieces was going to be on the test in some capacity. I didn't know if I was going to have to be writing an essay about it or if I was just going to be answering answering a multiple choice question that was like who is the artist of this piece you know. So I had to know everything about all of those pieces of art and the only reason that I got a five on that test is because I was able to study so fucking much. <laughs> And I had never studied for a test in my life before that point. So that was, that was quite the lucky, quite the lucky experience. But I mean, at the same time, I did put in a lot of hard work to get that score. But I mean, obviously I got into University of Manchester. I met my conditional offer and then moved internationally. And here I am, finished my first year of university um, and back home in my small town, my small hometown. Um, And yeah. I turned out all right, (laughs) thankfully. Um, Just barely, just barely made it through. 
Ugh, what a, what a hellscape. I am so, so sorry if you're still in high school. It fucking sucks. And anyone who enjoys high school, I'm sorry, man. You, you're probably peaking. <laughs> you're probably peaking right now as I speak. Because, um, I mean, no one who enjoys high school doesn't peak in high school. It's what I'm saying. I know people that peaked in high school who enjoyed high school and are literally doing fuck all with their lives right now. So <laughs> it's just just my opinion. It's not fact, but I do have evidence to support that opinion. <laughs> um, but no, I hope if you went to high school, American high school specifically, that your experience wasn't as shit as mine because it was rough. Thankfully, it's over. But my God. That's what I have to say about that. <laughs> My God. <laughs> God be damned. Ugh, it was rough. It was rough, but it's over. And I'm living a better life now where I get to be who I actually am. I get to be unapologetically myself. And I get to be friends with people who let me be that way. And I don't have to take a math class ever again in my whole fucking life. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, that will never stop being an exciting fact about my life, is that I never have to take another math class again. I will never have to do another single fucking quadratic equation ever again. What even is quadratics? I don't know. I forgot all of that information the second I walked on that stage and I got handed that fucking diploma. Oh, my God. But in summary, high school is rough. If you're going through it, just fucking get through it and then live your life after high school. Just suffer through it. Just do what you have to to get through it, to pass, to get out of there, and then go live your life. That's what I did, and I'm doing a lot better now. Um, so that's the end of today's episode. I hope you enjoyed. Um, I'm still figuring out how to end the podcast, but I think I'm going to end it like this. Until next time, this has been... I forgot the name of my podcast. <laughs> Not true, but I do spend a lot of fucking time in my car when it's just off and parked because I like my car. <laughs> um, this is the end of the episode, so I'm still figuring out how to end the episode, but I think I'm going to end it like this. Um, until next time, this has been And Other Ramblings. I'm your host, Zorro. See you next episode. Bye!